From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 831 for July 21st, 2015. That is Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Cruise, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Hi everybody, I'm John Magi and I'm going to be your host this week. And I am lucky enough to be joined at the table. Oh. <laughs> lucky enough. <laughs> wow. By Miss Kathy Whirling. Hi everybody. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hello. Teresa Eccles. I'm back. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. I really am. Back in the production nook, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. What the heck was that? That's that's not my name. What is it? It's Clavin. Oh, Rhino Clavin. Hey, Maggie. John Maggie. You have the hardest name ever. I know. And uh, our uh, producer, Craig Williams. Associate, but I could. Well, today. Thanks for the promotion. (laughs) Dustin won't be happy about that, I'm sure. It only counts if you're here. Okay. (laughs) Um, For those of you who haven't guessed, Pete Werner is not here this week. He and Dustin are still in Disneyland. Uh, We just got back from a fantastic Adventures by Disney vacation where we spent the actual 60th anniversary of Disneyland in the parks that day. It was terrific. also, Kevin Close is in here. He's not feeling well today. And um, Jenny Lynn was very gracious to fill in at the very last minute. So we appreciate you showing up this week, Jenny Lynn. Um, we're going to get started with some housekeeping. Does anybody have any housekeeping they want to talk about? I do. All right. Over here. Me. <laughs> you want me to do it now? No. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> no. All right. Tracy, you can go. All right. I want to talk about the upcoming Diz Meets. The next one to show up is the August 14th to 16th Nova Scotia meet. This is the fourth year they've done it. Um, Gotta go. Pirate cruise, ice cream for breakfast, shopping, museums. Can't beat that, right? The next one coming up is the August 29th Indie meet. This is their eighth annual. This one, there's no cost. There's no registration. You just show up with homemade food and eat all day. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's cool. The next one is the New England meet, September 18th to the 20th. This is the fifth year they've done this. Um, it's in Newton, Massachusetts this year, 15 minutes from Boston. They're going to have trolley tours of Boston, private showing of Inside Out, the Disney movie, a lot of other stuff, live show. And then the last one for the year is October 16th to the 18th in Newark, Delaware. This is the third year they've done it. Um this one I'm kind of excited. I'm excited about all of them, but this one's going to have a hayride and a bonfire. Oh, oh really? It's in the fall. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And <laughs> the day of the the day of the meet is a food truck. Food trucks instead of oh, that's cool. So that's kind of different. Are they going to yeah, set the good. hayride on fire? Is I that hope so. <laughs> bonfire on the hayride. I mean, you know, weenies, marshmallows. <laughs> we don't get fall in Florida, so I'm very excited about the all of these because they're all out of. Florida, so that makes it cool. So anyway, I want to say well wishes, send well wishes to Denise because she hasn't been feeling well. She's one of the organizers in the Delaware meet, so get yeah. well soon. She is off work for another week and a half, mm-hmm. I think, recovering. So 
We'll have links to all of these in the show notes page. If you are in that area or you're planning on traveling in that area, please participate in some of these meets, all for a very good cause, raising money for Give Kids the World. Mm-hmm. So um, we're very happy to be part of most of those meets, whoever can attend. Anybody else? Housekeeping. I do. Um, last uh, Two weeks ago, I kind of uh, leaked that we were doing uh, new Magic Band skins uh, for the Diz. Um, those are now live at magicyourband.com. There's a link on the side of that. They're doing very well. A lot of people, it was received. Everybody loved it. I well, mean, people on our trip went ballistic, went absolutely ballistic. And I, I want to let everybody know that we are taking your feedback. A lot of people requested more girly designs. Those are live now. We have pink, purple, and green, like a lime green. Um, we also have a lot of questions about Give Kids the World. We have a design coming up where. If you buy these, 100% of the proceeds go to Give Kids the World. We'll also have some of these at some of our meets that we oh, cool. that they're supplying for us. Um, what was the website? Uh, MagicYourBand.com, and they've they've added a link on the side. Diz merchandise. There's iPhone cases. Um, you can customize it. You can add your username. You can just say whatever you want. Um, PG, and then but we're we're adding more. We have some other designs coming, so keep looking out for them. But, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. This is usually the part of the show where Pete talks about what's coming up on other podcasts that we do. I don't really care about the other shows. <laughs> so I'm going to let Craig. Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Was that offensive? Sensitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to let Craig talk about the Disneyland podcast. Oh, the Disneyland one. Um, sure. Uh, on this week's show, the Disneyland show that is, Tom takes a look at the Wyndham Hotel and the team shares their experiences from Disneyland's 60th birthday party. So their shows come out on Mondays. Uh, you can listen to them live on Mixler on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock Pacific time, which would be 11 o'clock Eastern for those of you who don't know math. And uh, <laughs> so then you can have the new show on Mondays. And then on Tuesdays, that's whenever the other shows come out that they do. So three shows in one week. You can't beat it. With a stick. Sure. Uh, and that's what's happening this week on the Disneyland show. But what's happening on the trip on Wednesdays at 1 o'clock? I was going to have you talk oh, about sorry, the Universal cut, cut show. Oh, well, I'm not ready for that yet. Right. We're ready. I'm not ready. What's happening on the trip? Tell us, JL. <laughs> well, Teresa, this week we're going to be discussing... I forgot what we're discussing. Oh, I know what we're talking about. We're talking about... With such confidence. <laughs> We'll be talking about how to keep everyone happy in your group while you are traveling. Because Because not everybody wants to go to the same destination. That's right. Sometimes that's a challenge. So we're going to be giving you all kinds of tips and tricks to use. Many of them coming directly from... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but many of them also come directly from you because we've got input uh, for this show. Awesome. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. Are you ready yet, Craig? I guess I can be ready now. Okay, good. Uh, so this week on the Universal Show, we're we'll be going out live at one o'clock. We are going to be talking about one of the best attractions that Universal has to offer, and that's Twister. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. Ride it out. So tune in for that. Talking some other stuff. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen? Who knows? It's always a crazy time. It is. There you go. All right. Thank you, Craig, for that. Thank you. Um, I want to mention housekeeping. For those of you who don't know, some of us are going to be at D23 this year. Uh, For the first time ever, the Diz, the Diz Unplugged and Dreams Unlimited Travel will have a booth at D23. And several of us around the table will be there manning the booth. So come by and talk to us and 
meet with us and we're going to have some really cool stuff going on. We're going to have some giveaways. We're going to have some prizes. Um, you're going to have to sign up and enter into a contest, but we got some cool prizes to give away. We're really excited to talk to people. If you are a Dreams Unlimited Travel client, I want to let you know, please come by and say hi. Specifically, we have something very special for our clients who come up to the booth. So John's going to have his personal hugging table. I am. <laughs> oh, sorry. Why you? <laughs> well, Is it going to be air conditioned? Of course. D23, yes. It's in okay. a big expo room. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All right. I'd hug uh, it then. <laughs> for those yeah. of you who aren't going to be there, we uh, are going to try to make everyone feel like they are there as well, too, by doing some live broadcasts throughout the day, um, giving our opinions on it, maybe showing some of the highlights that are actually happening. So, so we'll have a schedule coming out of when we think those broadcasts are going to be so everyone knows um and then of course social media make sure you're following us already on facebook twitter and instagram if you uh want to be up to date on everything that's happening so absolutely you never know what's going to happen you never know who'll show up so it should be a good time i hear tom bell's going to be there all right well so much for my good time (laughs) (laughs) all right anybody else have any housekeeping all right, so we're going to move on to the news. But before we move on to the news, I just want to advise people that our first two news stories are not exactly happy stories. Oh, again. They might not exactly be for all ears. So if you have young ones listening, it might be a good time for you to fast forward or put a pillow over their heads or whatever parents do. <laughs> I don't know. What, oh, what do they do for kids? I think that's something that I think listen. they came out wrong. Did that come out? No, it came out exactly as he planned. (laughs) Notice he does not have children. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to turn it over to Kathy. Kathy's going to read the news for me this week. (laughs) (laughs) She took her first deep breath. (laughs) Okay. Former Disney Cruise Line employee is sentenced to five years in molestation case. Ahmed Safian, a former Disney Cruise Line employee, has been sentenced to five years and ten months in prison for molesting a 13-year-old passenger. Safian, 37, of Indonesia, worked on the Disney Dream and took the girl into an empty cabin and molested her. Safian pleaded guilty to the charges. The state's attorney, Russ Bush, was asked for a ten-year sentence, but the judge lowered the sentence to five years and ten months. Bush said, I think we were being very reasonable. I feel like the sentence was a little lenient in in this case. The last thing they had on their mind was that a crew member of a Disney company boat would assault their daughter this way. The girl's brother read a statement to the judge. Our family is currently still picking up the pieces, making phone calls, and praying for resolution. I I am unable to talk about the details of this crime without crying or shaking. None of us want to discuss this cruise, which has definitely turned into a nightmare. Safian apologized to the family and said he regrets the decision he made that day. He will be deported to Indonesia after serving his sentence. Horrible, horrible, horrible. You know, when this first, uh, when this first came out, um, what was this, a year, two years? It seems like yeah, it was a long, long time, time, ago. time ago. I remember seeing this photo, and we've been on a lot of cruises. I, I thought he looked familiar. You know, I, he not because you you don't know if you've seen him passing in the yeah. ship or whatever. But I always thought like, wait, he looks familiar. I don't know if if I saw him in passing or something, but I don't know. It was kind of freaky. This is a horrible thing. This is you know you put your trust that you're going to have a safe vacation, no matter where you vacation, mm-hmm. whether it's Disney or somewhere else. Ever something like this to happen is just devastating yeah. to 
any family. So um, I don't know if the sentence matches the crime. No. No. You don't believe it does? No. I don't think it does. Not as a mother. I don't think any mother would feel that way. Um, This story strikes terror into my heart because especially at that age, that's the age when you as a mom struggle with the idea of giving them some independence. Yeah. And especially on something like, like I know when I took my kids last year on the Disney cruise, it was very difficult for me, but I finally was kind of like, mm. okay, you may roam around the boat. It's a boat, you know. What's going to happen? What mm-hmm. what could happen? You can't get lost. Nobody's going to take you and jump overboard. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, apparently things can happen. And so it just, um, I seriously, like I sit here and I, I'm, I, I'm shaking a little bit with fear and with anger at the um, at the idea, you know. I just I can't even imagine what the family is going through. The whole idea of vac- vacationing with Disney creates this illusion of a bubble mm-hmm. that you're going to be in this bubble and everything's going to be safe mm-hmm. and everything's going to be great and my kids are going to be safe. And I think that parents do feel like a Disney cruise is a place where they can give kids a little bit more independence. Right. You can go off. You can go to the yeah. kids club on your own. You can experience maybe the the teen club on your own. And for this to happen, I think puts a real damper in the way people are going to look at vacationing with yeah. Disney and it's really our last, sad our last cruise was the first one Stella was what almost 12 at the time 12 that was the first one I let her roam freely by herself and she's a loner she's not going to run in a pack of children so mm-hmm. she would be going th- by herself and I worried mm-hmm. but I worried for things like falling overboard getting lost mm-hmm. and I tried not to you know, you don't think about these things, yeah. and you need to, I guess. But there was a time on, um, I forget which cruise it was. It was a podcast cruise that we, for a split second, we turned our back, and we're, I remember where's that. Ferris? I remember we're, we're that. up by shutters, and we're like, where's Ferris? And the first thing I see are those th- those doors that go over to the, um, yep. the, the run, like the, the, the track. The track. And we are freaking out, mainly because he, you know, you know he's verbal, but not everybody understands him. But... Going back to this story is that a fear of mine is that if something ever did happen to him, I'm not sure he could tell you tell us mm-hmm. afterwards. You know, he, mm-hmm. he might be trying to tell us, but I'm not sure he could actually let us know what actually happened. So And you would know something huge, happened, but you wouldn't we know would, what we it, would. Yeah. And that's a yeah. huge, huge fear. And but like you said, and you go to you go on a Disney cruise, you go to Disney and you I don't wanna forget everything, but you still can never ever let your guard down. I agree. All right, so let's move on to our second happy story. Kathy? (laughs) Okay, another heavy story. Three-year-old drowns in Disney Resort swimming pool. A three-year-old child drowned last Tuesday, July 14th, in a pool at Disney's Art of Animation Resort, according to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. The child was found dead after 8 p.m. The child was pronounced dead at a hospital, deputies said. According to deputies, the child visiting was from out of town and was somehow separated from his parents. After a search, the child was found underwater. Other details were not immediately available. Ugh, another sad story. Yeah. I think Corey has some information uh, coming from the standpoint of being a former cast member who did lifeguarding at the pool. Well, I, I can say that these parents, I mean, we, I, I can't imagine what they're going through. They, mm-hmm. you know, they don't need the Internet to tell them anything about parenting or anything like that. Um, you know, condolences out to them. Also, you know, anybody, any of their family, I, I cannot imagine what they're going through. The, 
you know, a lot of people are like, oh, there, there are lifeguards. You know, lifeguards are a, a backup plan. They're a backup plan. And sometimes they're the C plan. If there are two parents out there, you know, mom, dad, lifeguard. When I lifeguarded at Disney, the majority, I would, I would say close to 95% of the times I saved the child out of the wave pool or a deep end, the parent was right next to him. The parent was right there. So, you know, the parent could have been right there, just turned their back for a little bit. It happened so fast. And Disney lifeguards, and I'm not saying this because I was one of them, we go through serious, serious training, massive training and audits. And you are always looking for that moment where you could be audited. They, they will come in there with an with a oxygen tank and go to the bottom of the pool. And if it takes you longer than 30 seconds to get to them, you're out doing another job at Disney, if you still have a job at Disney. There's a thing called a 1020. Each lifeguard, and I heard there was a lifeguard on duty, and I can't imagine what that lifeguard's going through mm -hmm. because you have one job. Your job is not to talk to guests. Your job is to be nice, but your job is to save, is to look for kids drowning. So I can't imagine what that lifeguard's going through. I know I would be, I don't know what I, how I'd be feeling. But your job as a Disney lifeguard is to look for drowning kids and to always do that. And a lot of guests thought we were um, rude because they'd come out, come behind us and say, oh, can you answer the question about, oh, is the food court open? And, and you're talking to them, but you can't leave your eye off of that water. It's a 10-20. Every 10 seconds, you need to scan your area. And in 20 seconds, if you see something, you have to get to that person in 20 seconds, 30 seconds tops. That's what's instilled in us as a lifeguard. And so I can't imagine what the family's going through. I can't imagine what the lifeguard's going through. It's, it's unfortunate. It's an accident, you know? And it, it, I, I just, I don't know what I would do as a lifeguard. But like I said earlier, the majority of the saves I did at Blizzard Beach, the parent was right there. The parent was right there. It's like your child's drowning behind you. And I would, I would save the child, and the parent's like, oh, thank you. And, you know, as a lifeguard, it's like you save the child and goes through my head. I'm like, you better be thankful that I was here. You better be thankful that I saw your child. Um, but in this case, very unfortunate case that the parent didn't see it, the lifeguard didn't see it, and then we're stuck with this news story. Said the, you know, the report is that the child got away from the parents. So for some reason, the kid was not with the parents. So this just shows how quickly something like this can happen. You can't. You can't take your eye off your kids for and a second. And you think of that when that pool is like nothing but a sea of people. Mm -hmm. I saw a video the other day where it was like, can you look at this video and find the child in distress? And I had to look at it several times before I could find the child that was actually that mm -hmm. needed help. I mean, I can't imagine I wouldn't wouldn't be a lifeguard, but you're, I'm glad they're you're, there. You're, you're taught that. I mean, you're taught to look for those things and and. And if they're, they're the blind spots, those are lifeguards you see kind of walking along the side of the pool. You know, you see those lifeguard stands, but there's usually not a lifeguard sitting there. If there is, there are other lifeguards kind of walking the area and looking at all those blind spots. You know where your blind spots are, and you constantly keep moving. But I'm not saying lifeguard didn't do his job. It's, it's just a it's – un, it's unfortunate. It, it just really is. And the um, parents need to realize that Disney – Life, life vests are free. One of the very few things you get for free at Disney, mm -hmm. and that's a life jacket or a life vest. And if you have any question about your child, um, even three years old, swimming, get a life jacket. Get a life vest. They're free. Um, 
you know, that's just we, we, we tell people all the time that they're free. Very sad. Our condolences go out to the parents of yep. this young child. So that's going to do it for story number two. I think we all, let's take a breath. <sighs> let's shake it off, okay? <laughs> all the bad news is gone. So we're going to move on to story number three. Okay. Disney announces 2015 Disney Legend honorees. Disney has announced this year's Disney Legend Award recipients who will be honored at the D23 Expo this August at the Anaheim Convention Center in a ceremony to be hosted by Chairman and CEO Bob Iger. According to Iger, the Disney Legend Award is our highest honor, and we are incredibly proud to recognize these eight talented individuals who have contributed so much to the world of entertainment and the Disney legacy. The 2015 Disney Legend Award honorees are George Bodenheimer, who retired from his role as executive chairman of ESPN in May 2014, and he enjoyed a remarkable 33-year career that began in the company's mailroom in 1981. Working his way through the ranks, he became executive vice president of sales and marketing in 1996 before being named the network's fifth president in 1998. He held that role until 2012 when he stepped down from day-to-day operations. And I'm going to butcher some names here, but I apologize in advance. Andreas Deja is a link to Disney's past and one of the greatest animators of its modern era. Deja is known for his rich portraits of villainy, having animated Gaston for Beauty and the Beast, Jafar for Aladdin, and Scar for The Lion King. He has also brought life to heroes such as Mighty Hercules, the precocious Lilo from Lilo and Stitch, Regal King Triton from The Little Mermaid, Wise Mama Odie from The Princess and the Frog, and lovable Tigger Winnie the Pooh. In 2007, he was awarded the prestigious Windsor McKay Award for his contributions to the art of animation. Okay, then we have Ivind. Earl, one of the greatest of Disney artists, who brought his unique style to a number of memorable projects, but perhaps the purest realization of his vision remains the visual styling and backgrounds for the Disney classic Sleeping Beauty. Earl's career with Disney began in 1951, working on background artwork for Peter Pan. He created the look of the 1953 animated short, and I want to go look these movies up, Toot Whistle Plunk and Boom. Oh, I've seen that one. Really? Mm-hmm. Which won an Academy Award for Best Short Subject Cartoons in 1954. His most notable contribution, however, remains his work on Sleeping Beauty. The film's eye-catching look and its design and backgrounds are the perfect representation of his unique style. This one surprised me. I thought he was a legend a long time ago. I mean, I wonder all his truly iconic when you see Sleeping Beauty, you know what his artwork is, and you see it in other areas around the park. So that kind of surprised me that he wasn't already a legend. Yeah, I said, I want to look these people up because they, they, their stories sound very interesting, and I wasn't familiar with them before. The next one is Danny Elfman provided the songs and score for The Nightmare Before Christmas, for which he also provided the singing voice of Jack Skellington. He also scored several Disney films, including Alice in Wonderland, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Dick Tracy, Dead Presidents, Flubber, Goodwill Hunting, uh, Civil Action, Instinct, Frankenweenie, and Oz the Great and Powerful. Elfman also wrote the theme for ABC's Desperate Housewives and penned the music for the Mystic Manor attraction at Hong Kong Disneyland. 
His music is featured in Disneyland's annual Haunted, Haunted Mansion holiday. His upcoming Disney projects include Alice in Wonderland, Through the Looking Glass. Now the next one, no surprise, George Lucas, whose Star Wars films made him one of the most successful filmmakers of all times. He's also a longtime Disney fan who has left an indelible impression on Disney parks. His first project with Disney was Captain EO, the 1986 3D spectacular starring Michael Jackson and directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Star Tours and Indiana Jones Adventures at Disneyland, as well as Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Indiana Jones at whatever in Disneyland Paris. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and Something two, French. Yes. And two blockbuster Indiana Jones Adventures attractions at Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea round out Lucas's timeless work in conjunction with Disney. Now the next one surprised me. Susan Lucci portrayed Erica Kane on ABC's fabled soap opera All My Children for 41 years, a role that TV Guide deemed unequivocally the most famous character in the history of daytime television, earning Lucci 21 daytime Emmy nominations for which she won the prestigious Emmy for Best Actress to an in industry-wide standing ovation on her 19th nomination. Shortly thereafter, she received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, presented to her by Bob Iger, chairman and CEO of the Walt Disney Company. The iconic actress has also appeared on ABC's Dancing with the Stars and Hope and Faith, as well as Disney Channel's That's So Raven. Lucci currently stars in the international hit Lifetime series, Devious Maids, produced by ABC Studios as the wealthy and effervescent socialite Genevieve Delator. And I think you always find me the news stories that have all these names in it. You do. Yes. Okay. The next one is Julie Reem Casaletto, who began her Disney career as a tour guide, becoming Disneyland's first ambassador in 1965. A role created to help Walt, who found it increasingly difficult to attend all the events to which he was invited. As Disneyland's first ambassador, she was chosen as a personification of Disneyland's world-famous spirit of friendliness and happiness. She became the template upon which decades of ambassadors would pattern themselves. And the last one is Carson Van Osteen. Help bring Disney characters to life in a variety of media all around the world for three decades. During Van Osteen's tenure, he oversaw creative content for motion picture tie-in advertising, many Disney publications, and also established some of the first licensing style guides for Disney consumer products. The talented artist designed logos for Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse's 50th and 60th birthdays, the Walt Disney Studios logo and water tower design, and the Disneyland Hotel clock tower Mickey logo in Paris. Hmm. I'm sorry, Kathy. Um, I didn't get the last six. <laughs> yeah, could you repeat those again? <laughs> yes. So that, those, that's the news. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, I do want to say something. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say this. I may get in trouble for saying this. We just came back from our, uh, our last Adventures by Disney trip, and we did a combined San Francisco and, and Backstage Magic. And in the Backstage Magic, they always do some cool, fun stuff for us. And we got to see some really cool stuff. I can't tell you everything we saw. They were kind of secrets. And I'm going to say something. I hope I don't get in trouble for this. We saw a preview of Mystic Manor. They oh, showed really? us a ride-through of Mystic Manor. It looked incredible. 
It looks oh, so, neat. so cool. I want to go there now and see it. It just it looks like sort of a combination of Haunted Mansion and the Adventurers Club and Pirates. It's oh, sort of a combination okay. of all these elements and all really cool um, special effects. And so Disney Imagineering stepped up to the next level. So it was really neat. All right. Thank you for the news, Miss Kathy. Let's go on to Rapid Fire and... Just because we like to go in a certain order, Kathy's going to go next for her oh, rapid fire. Oh, goody. Um, starting, uh, it already started. The car, the uh, Disney Rewards, Rewards Redemption card will no longer have an expiration date. In previous years, they were expiring in 12-15 or 12-16. Nothing else has changed. So if you request a new redemption card, now it, it no longer expires. But if you have the old ones, you need to use them up before the expiration date. Great. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Jenny Lynn. Okay. What's your I... rapid fire? Is it exciting? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even exactly sure what it is because it just got handed to me when I came in. All right. Um, there's two, <laughs> two recent discounts uh, released. The first one is Magical Family Savings coming up this fall. Everybody, hooray. So for a family of four, you can book a Magic Together package. That's a four-day, four-night room in a standard room at the Disney All-Star Resorts. Uh, for just uh, starting at $1,701. You need to book between July 20th and September 18th of this year in order to get that. The three-bedroom family suites or villas are not included in this. Um, what are this, the travel dates for that? There's um, most nights, October 4th through the 8th, October 12th through the 15th, October 18th through the 22nd, October 25th through the 29th, November 1st through the 5th. Do you really want me to keep reading? No, I just wanted to point out the fact that it's like weeknights. Yes. Yes. It's like there's no weekends. It's a very restrictive promotion. Yes. So uh, call your travel agent at Dreams Unlimited Travel um, to get all of that, all of the details for that. But this um, package price is based on two adults, one junior, which is age 10 to 17, and one child, age 3 to 9. Um there's only a certain number of them. The offer is limited. They're valid for one theme park per day. And um, everyone has to be in the same room. Okay. Package number two is the kid size package. That's three nights at a Disney's All-Star Music Resort with two-day theme park tickets at $903 for a family of three. You have to book this one between July 20th and September 18th. Uh travel window is most Sundays Sunday through Thursday nights and I don't want to read all those dates again um, this one is based on two adults and one child age three to nine in a standard room again the number of packages available are limited yada 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 if you're a Dreams Unlimited travel uh-huh. client your agents have already gone through mm-hmm. your reservations and gotten you this discount if it's applicable to you it's not a great discount no. it's not a new discount we are finding a little bit of savings if someone's booked a rack rate for that time frame, but these aren't fantastic, fantastic promotions, so don't get too excited about them. And as you can see, they're limited. There's like one is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, no theme park hopping is allowed, so mm-hmm. they're kind of restricted packages, but if you fit into that window, go for it. All right. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. You're welcome. Teresa. I have something very exciting. I can't wait. All right. Merritt Island Wildlife Refuge. 
every Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock, you can go learn all about gators. Woo-hoo. You can touch a gator. You can get up close and personal with the gator. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was exciting. How personal have you gotten with a gator? Well, you know what? I have yet, I've lived here eight years, and I've yet to see a gator. Really? Seriously? Really? You're joking? Are you joking? <laughs> I've yet to see a gator, so I'm thinking I'm going to have to go here to see a gator. Have you eaten a gator since you lived yes, here? Yes, I have, and I didn't enjoy it. No? Right. no. Come to my house. We can you go gators. I we got can go miniature golfing with gators. Well, ooh. You know, there is a whole land you probably win to gators. <laughs> what would it be called? Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> like gator land. Possibly land. But <laughs> Merritt Island, I'm all about, right now, I'm all about finding. Gators. The real Florida. That would be yeah. Gator. You know the Florida. The crackers. That was here. The Gators before. Yeah, the Duke. Said, yeah. Before Walt Disney World, you know the natural. And this is my husband's influence on me. It's kind of rubbing off. You know, <laughs> well, that's what's nice the, about Gatorland because it actually was around before Walt Disney World, and it managed to, you know, coexist with Walt Disney World right down the road. Okay, so. well, I'm talking about Merritt Island. Well, Wildlife we could go there and check out Gators too. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Stop changing the subject, Kathy. <laughs> if you go to Gatorland, you can actually feed them. I don't know if you can do that. On you can touch them here. Touch them. Because <laughs> I've always wanted anyway, to do that. Thursdays, be there, be not there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teresa. Corey. All right. Um, annual pass holders and DVC members can now get a 15% discount at lunch um, at the boathouse and a 10% discount after dinner. The uh, the boathouse is new at Downtown Disney. It's incredible. They have mm-hmm. a thirty two. <laughs> they have a uh, thirty two ounce bone in tomahawk steak. It's one hundred and fifteen bucks. But hey, what just gonna say? You're gonna need every percentage of that fifteen percent <laughs> off if you want to eat at the boathouse. It's for two or it me. Is expensive. <laughs> is it expensive? <laughs> but fifteen percent off. That's good, what ninety seven. Like that. So you just Something. have to show your DVC member card when you Correct. come in? Yes. Okay. Or annual pass. I'm, I'm surprised that they're not doing tables in Wonderland because I always forget to ask for annual pass or discounts at dining. I usually ask for tables in Wonderland. If they say no, I assume they have no discounts. When we were there, we asked about tables in Wonderland, and they said they were working on that, so maybe it hasn't happened yet. They seem like a game player. I was at the, the media event, and they were very, you know, accommodating, of course. You're there with cameras. They're going to be. Um, but they seem like they were like a game player, and they really want to, you know, fit in the best possible with Disney guests. Awesome. Go Thank you, Corey. The Boathouse. We are going to go back to the peanut gallery. <laughs> the Actually, peanut. the production. Gosh, we, I haven't heard that We don't call it the peanut gallery anymore. We call it the production. Look, I, I apologize, gentlemen. Uh, Ryan, I want you to tell us what you have. Okay. Uh, beginning July 30th, you can start booking your um, premium events for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary this year, so there's some of your favorites returning, and then there's some new stuff. There's culinary demos, beverage seminars, mixology seminars. Um, there's general admission for party for the senses and general admission for rock and burger block party. I don't know. You can check out all the uh, <laughs> all the events at the website and uh, you know set an alarm to book that stuff. The website is epcotfoodfestival.com. Is that a thing that Dreams Unlimited travel agents will Your do? Your agents too? can help you with there that you if that's what you need. Yeah. If you need help with that, they can also give you advice on how to do that or 
I'm, or, I'm one of those people that would need that advice. You would need advice. Yes. That'd be the best way in sort of working the food festivals and things like that. They're there to help you. Just ask for Teresa. <laughs> Thank you, Rhino. Craig. So um, there is a brand new tour available at Walt Disney World. It is the Escape to Walt's Wilderness Tour. Um, so it starts off at the Contemporary Resort Marina, and then you hop aboard a pontoon boat for an eco-history tour of Bay Lake as you travel to Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. From there, go to the shore of Marshmallow Marsh for breakfast on the beach. After you've had your fill, a horse-drawn wagon will take you to Settlement and Pioneer Hall. Then you hike into a clearing in the woods for an archery lesson, and after that, once you've mastered the bullseye, head to Tricircle D Ranch Horse Barn to meet Walt Disney World horses. A photo pass photographer will be available, and the photos will be available on Memory Maker. These are all the things I try to avoid <laughs> when I go to Walt Disney World. Nature and horses and eating on the beach. I think it sounds like a really awesome tour. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's $109 per person, oh, so that's good. it's not that awful in terms of Walt Disney World tour prices. And uh, are you meeting it's offered the horses two mornings a week, horses? I believe. You just, just meet, you meet them. You're not allowed to ride. Don't ride them. They're going to go a little bit more in depth with like the horses and the barns. Like You can already walk through there by yourself, and if there's some of the uh, horse takers or whatever you call horse caretakers already there. Horse so takers? I think this sounds ranch. like fun. I like I think the it archery great. part. I well, do that's love the part archery. I wasn't yeah. sure if I could do. I'm to get in touch with archery. your inner Yes, I do love. They do pony rides for like five or six bucks, so if you got a kid with you too, you can always hop over and ride the pony. Well, you can go ride the horses <laughs> yeah. still over there too. What? Just like it's just ride. funny the way you said ride the pony. I like the song, the like the 80s song. Like, There's inner the brony coming out there. I wonder if you can pet the horses. And that's a restriction over there. You can look at them, but, but you, you can't, can't touch pet them. them. Well, yeah, they're allowed to touch you, but you're not allowed to touch yeah. them back. You can touch the gators at Merritt Island. <laughs> Let the gators go. Let it go, Teresa. She is flying that banner. She is. All right, thank you, Craig. Thank you. Um, before we finish up, Excuse me. I just want to talk a little bit about we did our uh, Adventures by Disney trip this past week. We just got back, Kevin and I, and uh, Pete and Dustin are still out there. And we're going to do a segment on it. We're going to let everybody know about it. We had a really great time. It was a cool trip. It was the first time we've ever married these two trips together, San Francisco weekend with a backstage magic. Um, We had something we've never done before, which is with an internal flight between the two trips went flawlessly we had a great time our guides were fantastic um this is a trip we're going to repeat next year so we're going to be doing it again um if you're interested in that you can contact kevin for sure and he'll help you get on the list of people who want to do it for next year but the highlight of this trip was the fact that we got a chance to be in the disneyland park on the 17th on the actual anniversary the 60th anniversary. And this is something we worked really hard to do because the first thing Adventures by Disney wanted to do was say, well, you know, that park's going to be crowded. Let's switch your days around. But we were insistent. Kevin was insistent that we get in on the 17th. And from beginning to end, it was just an incredible day. I know that Tom is going to cover this uh, on their show, so I don't want to take too much of his thunder away, but we had better seats. (laughs) And we had an incredible time. One of the things that was really cool was we got into the park at like 6 a.m. They got us up at like 5 a.m. and said, listen, if we're going to get in the park and we're going to get to do the things we want to do, you got to be in early. 
So we were at 6 a.m. They were actually still setting up for the 60th. But what they had was they had cast members down both sides of the street cheering and applauding as you entered the park. I saw that. It was really cool. It was an awesome experience, especially being the first guests in the park that day. It was a cool experience. Then we went off and we did some backstage stuff and we did some ABD stuff that they had set up for us. And at the last five minutes before the ceremony kicked off, they ushered us into a spot for the viewing, which was unbelievable. There were chairs for VIPs, and we stood right behind the chairs of the VIPs, and there was a sea of people behind us around the hub down Main Street. And the best part was the people behind us were so mad. (laughs) (laughs) We're so, so angry. I feel bad. I'm joking around about it. I do feel bad that they... One woman said, listen, I've been here for 24 hours waiting to get in the park. I rushed to get this spot, and now you guys are basically standing in front of me. You know, I And y'all like, aren't very short. Exactly. You know, <laughs> this mountain showed up and blocked out the sun, and this woman couldn't see anything. But it was a very cool experience. Adventures by Disney did it for us. You guys uh, can see the video that uh, Pete and Dustin took from our location. Um, Richard Sherman and somebody. She wasn't that important. Ashley she Brown. Was, Disney's she was Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. she yeah, all right. Fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> they made it sound like Julie Andrews was coming out. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have like Julie Andrews. She can't sing anymore. Well, she she doesn't sing anymore, but Well, but I mean they could have had her now. come out and right. done something. Wave. I watched it on Periscope and I was getting goosebumps just watching it, so I can imagine what it must have been like to The performance was great. We got to see a lot of Disney legends were in the audience. We saw Dick Van Dyke. Dick was there. Oh, I saw very him, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Was his wife jealous. with him? Yeah, oh, I got to see him at the start of the 60th. He was just chilling on a park bench with Richard Sherman and Bob Gurr. They were there all just go. hanging out talking, wow. and it was yeah. like... How cool. Wanted to go up and say something, and we looked at the handler, and I think Mary Jo asked if we could go over and say hi. And he's like, oh, he's not really seeing anyone right now. Like, okay. You guys are we'll trying with off. the wrong crowd. We would have barreled the way right in there. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. but uh, Yes, he was with his wife. Um, and there was uh, some other Disney legends. There was Bob Gurr, and there was uh, Tony Baxter, and uh, Marty Sklar was there. So it was really cool to see those folks come in. And we had a chance to have some VIP seating for later in the day for the parades and the fireworks. I got to say, it's awesome. If you haven't been to Disneyland, you've got to go see the Pink the Night Parade. Just absolutely blew me away. It was absolutely incredible. And their fireworks was really cool, too. So we had a really great trip. Again, we will be repeating this for next year. It's not going to be... um, Obviously, for an anniversary of the park. And they're going to repeat that for right, us. We're going to repeat the exact same. 61st. 61st. We can't do that, but if you want to join us, contact Kevin because we think it's going to be another fun time. Did Kevin get his cupcake? Okay, so I have to say a couple things here. First of all, Disneyland really knows how to manage uh, an event like this. Um, first of all, the cupcakes were plentiful. I saw they had 100,000 cupcakes. Everywhere we turned, People had cupcakes either in the park, and then we stayed at the Grand California, and we took a break during the day. Tons of cupcakes out. So everybody got a cupcake who wanted a cupcake. The other thing that really blew me away, too, was they gave out buttons. I was here buttons, and they gave out um, a special park map. We left the park and came in later that day, and they still had buttons and still had park maps for everybody. Wow. I really give them a lot of credit for doing that because in World... They would have yeah. been gone in like yeah. 20 minutes. Right, 20 minutes. And they'd be on eBay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 
Sorry. Someone step on the cat? <laughs> I'm deaf. Bless you. So, yeah, I really give them a lot of credit. Plenty of cupcakes, plenty of things. They gave out a newspaper in the beginning that said Disneyland's 60th anniversary. So it was really well done, I have to say. Um, some people asked about crowds. We obviously didn't have any trouble getting in, but we also didn't have any trouble getting in the rest of the day. The park didn't close at any point oh, wow. during the day. It was crowded. You know, it was a lot of people, and you had to work your way through the crowds, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Disney World, you know, where they close it down at, like, noon, it, and you can't back, get back. Did it down. have a different, like, feel because it was the anniversary day? Like, even though it was crowded, like, hey, I'm glad to be here because it's Disney's 60th? I think it did. I think we had a different feel about it. We were, our whole group was so excited to be there for that, and we were so pumped up for it but i think a lot of the people went there f- to see things and not necessarily ride rides so there was a lot of that sort of a lot of people hung out on the sidewalks waiting for parades someone told me they were lining up at 8 a.m for a spot for paint the night mm. wow which it's a lot i wait. wouldn't do but yeah. it was really a great great parade i had a feeling mm-hmm. that the 60th would be a, an, a highlight of the trip was there a highlight of san francisco though there was several highlights of San Francisco. Um, museum? For, Walt we, museum? Walt Disney Museum, as always, is fantastic. They gave us a lot of time there, and we had a great experience there. Um, the Dolly exhibit was there. Did you hear that? It no. was the Disney Dolly exhibit. <gasps> the Destinos? You, it was. They did Destino. Very, very little Destino, though. It was okay. a lot of parallel, paralleling the two gentlemen's lives and the points at which they crossed, and they did things to get... They did things together, and then Destino. However, here's the deal: you have to be a Dolly fan to appreciate Dolly's work. I am. I am. It's weird. I that's why that's why I'm a Destino fan because I love Disney and I love Dolly. And to have this, have some of these uh, artworks, these serigraphs, it's just like the best of both. He's just a freak. Have you ever seen him? Oh, he is a freak. Everybody has a little freak in him. So we did that. That was great. The other thing was. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. The other thing that really surprised me was one of the days we visited the winery. We visited Diane Disney Miller's and the Miller family's winery. And I'm not a wine drinker. It wasn't a big deal for me. Many people in our group were really looking forward to it. I loved that day. That day was so cool. The winery was beautiful. Um, on the winery actually is a house where um, Lillian Disney lived for part of her life. So we got to see it from a distance, but we got to see her house. So it was a, that was a big surprise for me. The San Francisco portion was fantastic. We loved every minute of it. And then getting down to the usual stuff that you get to do in a backstage magic were really great. They had some, again, I can't give away too many secrets, but they did some really cool stuff just for our group. So we were really, really, really impressed with the whole trip. Jealous, I hate you. Awesome. I know. <laughs> I love it. All right, before we uh, end the show, is there anything else anybody wants to add? Something we didn't cover? No. Crickets? Well, make sure, uh, now that we talked about all that Disneyland 60th stuff, uh, if you want to see the rededication ceremony because you haven't seen it yet, we're going to be doing a special long version of the park bench that's 18 minutes and just playing that rededication ceremony over again. But if uh, you have to go for some reason... Go watch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash WDWinfo, and there you can also watch Disneyland Forever Fireworks and Paint the Night if uh, you want to get a better idea of what's happening. If you want to save it for being in the park, then that's respectable too, but uh, it's all available there plus so much more. I have to say, though, Paint the Night, any video can't do it justice. You've got to see it in person. Except for mine. 
Right. You're but, just, uh, <laughs> but other than that, no other uh, video. No other video. Can do it <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, if you are watching us live, stay tuned for our second show. Our show next is going to be we're going to be giving tips and trip, trip, trip and ch- <laughs> <laughs> tips and tricks from a local's perspective on visiting the Central Florida area. So we hope you get some information out of that. But other than that, that'll do it for this show. Thank you, everybody, for participating in our show. I really appreciate you guys being here and and being part of the conversation. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. And if you're watching us live, all I can say is go back to work. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 